Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Jacoby from Papa Roach, and you are tuned in to Side Jams with Brian Reisman. Greetings, everyone. This is Brian Reisman, the host of Side Jams, and our guest today is going to be, well, is Joel Hoekstra. So for those of you who don't know, Joel is a guitarist extraordinary who's played while he plays with Trans-Siberian Orchestra, which I think is the biggest, one of the biggest touring acts, period, all year long. Whitesnake, obviously. Well, now you're in Revolution Saints, right, with Dean Castronovo and Jeff Pilsen, and Iconic, I think, with Michael Sweet from Striper, plus Joel Hoekstra's 13. <laughs> well, thank you for taking time to chat today. Absolutely. Thank you. I know we wanted to, well, first we've got to talk about the new album, which I'm enjoying quite a bit, actually. You know, it seems like you and Nuno Betancourt particularly lately want to keep the shred alive. You know, lots of fast-paced, exciting guitar work. Yeah, yeah. I ended up uh, just doing that set on the Monsters of Rock Cruise with Nuno, um, uh, where he played djembe, and he asked me to play acoustic. So that was kind of fun. We got to hang a little bit and rehearse together and, um, you know, just to hang out a bit. He's a great dude. It was, it was interesting. I'm like, oh, you've got this other great guitar player who's like playing percussion. Life sometimes is stranger than dreams, you know, where you're like, oh, I had this bizarre dream where, because I was up in production prior to rehearsal and Nuno couldn't find the djembe. And I, since I was in production, oh, no. I got them to, to track it down and I ended up wheeling it down to his cabin. And I thought, you know, in that moment, I just thought, this is so bizarre. I'm um, you know, <laughs> wheeling a djembe down a hallway on a cruise ship to, to Nuno's room to, to rehearse this, this acoustic set. And just, you know, sometimes life is stranger than fiction. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's interesting. You and I met, you and I met very briefly. Whitesnake was touring with Foreigner and you played Jones Beach several years ago. So like you guys had just come off stage. You're not going to, obviously you're not going to remember that, but I remember you being rather tall and I'm thinking, well, that's rather appropriate for basketball which you actually do play every year on the Monsters of Rock Cruise. I was looking up, you have this Rockers versus Average Joes competition that goes on. I wanted to find out what that was all about. Yeah, so I mean, my my Bloody Mary hangover jam set on there has become kind of a tradition where yeah. um, one of the mornings um, I give away free Bloody Marys to everybody that comes and I give away free merch between every <laughs> song and it's just kind of like I'm like the Santa Claus of the cruise at 10 in the morning. Um, get everybody get everybody buzzed and play some uh, finger style acoustic guitar before we start bringing people up and, and rock out a bit. So yeah. that was a tradition and <clears throat> while I was on the boat, I started playing some people one-on-one -on -one in basketball and I noticed that, you know, 
we developed a special bond, you know, and that they were more thrilled with that <laughs> than they were to necessarily go into any of the shows. So I went into Larry Moran, you know, who's the, the guy who runs a cruise and dear friend of mine and, and, uh, said, Hey, I think we should do a thing where, you know, people can sign up to play me one-on-one and make this a thing. And so he said, well, that sounds like a good idea. And, uh, so as it led into year one, what happened is a lot of other rockers started to hear about this and said, I want in, you know? So it was like, next thing I did, they were telling me, Richie Kotzen wants in, you know, Jeff Scott Soto wants in. And so we started, I think the first year we did it, we, we did four on four half court. Um, and, yeah. and the rockers came out on top. We won, but it was very informal. We just, you know, street clothes, um, just kind of like whatever you had, your gym outfit. And then we followed it up the next year. Um, you know, there, uh, Joe Wright, who runs Wright Rock uh, merch, made uniforms for everybody. And wow. you know, we did the Rockers versus the Cruisers full court, which I thought, oh, my gosh, you know, all right, we're, we're getting serious here now with this. And uh, then it was a couple of years off it due to COVID. And then this year we resumed. And, um, and the Rockers have won all three times, I'm proud to say. <laughs> so it's just it's just regular regular cruise goers sign up and are there any is there is there any like is it people have to try out or is it just people who no I I think you can sign up I'm not sure how it works for the cruisers I think with the rockers as they sign up they just kind of ask they they did kind of a smart thing this year where the teams were pretty big um, in past years we just only really had like five people and you'd run full court the whole game you know which was like yeah. oh my gosh and on the the heat you're on the deck of the boat and like um, this year there's a lot of subbing out so. You know, nobody was going to drop dead out there. Oh, so it's uh, more like a professional game now. Everyone's got their team. And, and they... Yeah, I mean, you could tag out. You could sub out whenever there was a, uh, a, a stop and play. And so, you yeah. know, we just kind of made sure everybody kind of got a little time out there and spread it out. So I would say I think we played four eight-minute quarters. So, But of the 32 minutes, I probably only played 16 of them or something. You know, it's like very, yeah. really quite reasonable. Well, it seems like the whole point of doing something like Monsters of Rock is to have a bit of bonding with fans. You're getting a little more up close and personal. I mean, that acoustic set you did with Gabriella and Nuno, obviously, it's like a simple stage setup. You're right, right there. Um, do you is there is there in a lot? I'm assuming there's a lot of fan interaction that you have both off stage and off the court. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. On the boat, there it's you know every ten steps, you know. <laughs> It's, I call it like a floating NAM show. I don't know if you've ever been to the NAM show, but I know all about NAM. Yeah, yeah. When you're an artist and you go to the NAM show, it's it, ta- it can take an hour to walk down one hallway, you know, because you get stopped so often. And the cruise is a lot that way. There's a lot of, you know, while you're walking from place to place, like, you know, will you sign this? Can I get a picture with you? And, um, you know, and, and that's fine. That's what we're there for, you know, and that's why people go because you're, you're not just going to go see a concert and, have somebody be, you know, just there, you see them, they're this tiny dot on stage and they're gone at the end of the night. This kind of um, is your opportunity to meet people and and, and hang with them and spend a little bit. It's almost like a giant paid meet and greet in a way. And that's fine. It works fine for me. Is it fun to play basketball with the fans? I love it. Yeah, because it kind of it kind of just reduces everybody to just being, you know, what we are human beings. You know, I mean, it's like there's not this divide between like, oh, this guy's in a band and this guy's not. You know, it's just yeah. 
and then you're just like a couple people hanging out like shooting baskets that's the way it, it really should be <laughs> it was on your team this year uh so gary sharon and nuno betancourt um and jeff scott soto were really kind of the main kind of like core guys that have done it year after year um and uh then there were some that I've just never met from other bands. And I was like, I don't know what band they're even in, but they're on the team. Uh, so it was a pretty big team. I mean, it might've been even exceeded 12. I, I mean, we had a lot of people. Um, and I think to balance it out, like, cause I think maybe they had a lot of cruisers sign up too, that they actually gave us some of the cruisers. Yeah. Yeah. The cruisers actually played for our side. Um, just we're, we're obviously at a, a disadvantage with that. You've got, far more people going on the cruise that want to play basketball than people in bands. So, okay. Yeah. So when did you first start playing basketball? So I was in a little league, if you will, like one year when I was a kid, I kind of wasn't that into it. And then I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. So then the whole Michael Jordan thing happened, you know, and, uh, <clears throat> that kind of changed everything around that area that, that, that popularized basketball to, you know, just a, a, a whole new level. Everybody was following the bulls. <clears throat> and I remember when I went to GIT guitar Institute of technology, which is a, a division of musicians Institute. It's in Hollywood, California. That's right. My first time of really away from home. I did yeah. that at 19 years old. Well, one of the one of my friends, we would make it a thing to go play one on one every day um, on the the rooftop of Hollywood High School. So um, we'd get done doing all our guitar courses or whatever, we go play one on one, and then right. that's really where I started. And then I played in a lot of pickup games, and my time back in Chicago, pretty much every day, did a lot of teaching. At the end of every day, I'd pretty much go play at the Y and run like full court with people there play half court if it was what we did or um so i spent a lot of time playing there and um i still go it's been kind of light the last year because work has gotten really really heavy but um prior to that i still go down and play pickup games and things like that and, and um and still enjoy it a lot Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. 
Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Yeah, I played. I mean, I played little league baseball as a kid. But uh... me too. I, I was I was actually better at baseball when I was a kid. I wanted to be a pitcher, and I wa- I was really in my little league the top pitcher. I was like, because I yeah. that's all I used to do. I mean, I used to throw the ball all day. I'd like pitch against my garage, and I pitched to my friend who was like who would be the catcher. And um, you know, my team won the World Series a couple times, and you know. Um, I was definitely um, in love with that when I was a kid. That was what I wanted to do prior to guitar. And then as it worked out, everybody else kind of started to grow before me, and I started to be less good at baseball. And right at that time, I kind of discovered rock, and guitar started up. And so suddenly I had, like, a new, a new love and something I knew that I wanted to do with my life. I'm wondering, like, when you're playing basketball on this cruise before you have a set, or when you're playing basketball in general, you do have to worry about injuring yourself, right? Because if you hurt one of your arms or your hand, you jam your finger, then it's going to affect your guitar playing. So how cognizant are you of that when you're doing that? Yeah. I mean, I st- that's why I stopped for a long time. So I kind of refrained from actually playing in games. I would go shoot on my own. And there's, for fun, I used to upload on social media just shots of me just like shooting out on the court and like where I'd get on a good run and make a bunch in a row and I'd post it. And that's where fans kind (laughs) of saw this other side of me and got a kick out of it. Um, And actually I did break, I broke this pinky um, on a white stake tour. Ouch. Um, I didn't know it was broken at the time. Uh, I, I played in a game and I went, Oh man, you know, my finger hurts, but it's still at all like all the movement. So I just iced it. And I thought, you know, this is a jam or it's like a sprain or something. It didn't, I just didn't in any way or shape or form think I broke it, but it, it never healed properly. So I, I obviously broke it. I mean, I, I kept playing the gigs. Wow. In the right hand, I use sometimes when I tap or sometimes when I hybrid pick where I'll use the pick and the fingers. Yeah. And I could still do everything. So that was, that's what was weird because it was broken. It never it obviously healed all messed up. I can't straighten that. But, you know, it was never enough to really alter the gigs in any way, shape, or form. I just kept doing the tour. So, 
yeah, it's, it's, it's not as bad as uh, Richie Faulkner playing painkiller and then suddenly has like a ruptured aorta. Or no, something. no, that's, that's, just like, a, that's a whole different thing. And, and actually, Nuno Betancourt did get hurt in the game this year and actually um, a serious knee injury. So I think it affected their schedule. Um, I know they canceled M3 because of it. And oh, wow. uh, our, our acoustic gig was immediately after the game and it was dicey whether or not he was going to do it and i think he just he got up there and he was obviously able to sit to play djembe but then um extremes final setup there he did sit um because he couldn't he couldn't stand with his guitar so um hopefully he's healed up and ready i think their tour was really mainly later this year yeah um, but he did actually get injured in the game which is like a shame i think he's had a, a knee injury in the past and it just kind of reoccurred yeah, it's it's tricky, man. It's just as we get older, you know, it's like you can't quite snap back immediately. <laughs> like when you're 25, and it's like, hey, I'll do it next week. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, obviously height is an advantage. I think what you're six two, or you... yeah, a little over six little over. six two six three. I'm kind of like in between. Yeah. So have you ever played with shorter players that were really impressive? You were like, wait, they shouldn't. Like, they get around you, or like. Because it seems like height is a big deal for a lot of NBA players. I remember when they got Manute Bull, they were just happy that he was like, you know, like, seven foot seven, yeah, yeah. Um, or seven six, I think Manute was. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, all, all the time. I mean, I I I play against people all the time. Like during TSO rehearsals, um, there was a YMCA nearby, and there's been a couple of years where it was the norm for me to go um, play at the Y there. And I've played one-on-one against a lot of people over the years. So, I mean, you know, I usually come out on top, but, like, there's every once in a while you meet people that are just quick and fast. And especially the older I get, the less quick I am. And so, um, but I did stick it to a younger kid. <laughs> like, you know, very pretty recently he was talking some smack in a game, and then I talked back to him and told him I could beat him. I could take him. And then, so we stopped the game and we had everybody in the game kind of got around the court and like watched the old man take on the young kid one-on-one and I did beat his ass. So <laughs> felt pretty good. Uh, so, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I think of all the professional sports that I, I would, that I guess out of all of them, maybe basketball might be the most graceful, actually. I think that basketball is, is the most visually friendly game. I think baseball, mm-hmm. it comes down to the education of understanding pitch by pitch actually makes a difference. Yeah. Like as soon as that, that tends to happen in the crowd reaction once the playoffs start. So you realize, you know, the percentages are changing when a count is 0 and 2 versus 2 and 0. And you realize batters' averages and, and the likelihood of them getting a hit. So that that's when you begin to realize that every pitch is important. You're not just sitting around waiting for something to happen in the at bat. There's actually you're you're playing the, the game of percentages throughout. So you know, I still those are still my favorites. And football would probably be third, but I kind of fell away from that uh, since I moved to New York City, really, because for that period in time there wasn't this like subscribe and watch the Chicago bears. I grew up right. in Chicago. So I'm a Chicago fan of bulls, cubs and, and bears. But, um, and, and I, it seems like I always have a gig on Sundays. Like I, I had these theater gigs for a couple of years. I, when I moved out here, I did the, the show about Janis Joplin. So, yeah. you know, two shows a day on Sunday, that meant you're not watching football. And then I did that show, that show and other shows on the road on Sundays Trans Siberian, we've always got two shows on Sundays. 
So it seems like I've always got this situation in my life where in football season, I'm extraordinarily busy gigging-wise on Sundays. So I've, I've fallen away a bit from football, but I do enjoy that as well. So like, how, and, uh, do you do any like fantasy leagues? And a lot of people like to do that with football for sure. I don't. Um, and mainly just because it wouldn't be as fun if I can't watch the game. Like if I could watch the games, then I could be, I could be a little more actively involved and interested in it. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, music is, is very consuming that coupled with the fact that I'm a parent and, uh, that's pretty much my life right there in a nutshell. Is there anything that you can pour it over from basketball playing or into guitar playing or vice versa? Are there any kind of movements or exercises or things that actually sort of work for both? Or is there, do you find yourself kind of translating some of the moves unintentionally? I wouldn't say there's much crossover outside of, you know, obviously the uh, the more you can get yourself out and, and exercise, the better you're going to feel mentally. I've done a really poor job of that the last year. I went on, on a fantastic run there for about seven, eight years of exercising religiously, like daily. And, yeah. um, it's Work has gotten to the point where it's like overwhelming a bit uh, over the past year or two. Uh, it's just gotten to the point where, you know, busier and busier and um, so it's, it, you know, like I said, between that and parenting, it's pretty consuming. Um, so I, I just do what I can as far as my side jams go. Yeah. No, I mean, it's important to have those things. That's why I like to do this podcast because it's interesting to me to find out how people sort of view things. And it seems like despite the fact that you play on, you know, some pretty big stages, you like to just be with regular people. You don't seem to have as much of that rock star thing where you do actually like to go down and, I think Adam Sandler does. Well, I, I, I'm one of those people that likes to like assume that persona, like when I'm on stage. As you can see, like I mean, this is how I walk around. Like if, yeah, yeah. if I'm if I'm walking around New York City or whatever where I live, I'm not walking around dressed in my rock stage clothes. In fact, you couldn't pay me to do that. You know, I mean, I'm only in that stuff when I'm on stage, and then I sort of assume that persona on stage for whatever reason. But yeah. Um, this is more kind of like day to day who I am kind of like, you know, track jacket, basketball, Jersey, um, you know, it's a, it fits my lifestyle and I, and I'm glad I don't have to, I got into this to, um, you know, not have to wear a three piece suit and get on the subway every morning and, you know, do all that stuff or sit in traffic. And so it's fine. I like it. Listen, sir. Thank you. It was great to chat with you. Yeah. Likewise. And if, thank well, you we'll, so much. we'll do a little more music next time, I think. Yeah, all good, man. No worries. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 